Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! The players are going to vote to play, because guess what players do, Darren? They play. And they want to play. But in the end, the owners are going to kibosh it. Because it's going to cost them too much money. So it's going to be on the owners. That's my prediction. We're going to get this baton really far in the relay race. And then it's going to be dropped near the finish line. That's my prediction on this. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody, to Hour 2 of the RP Show. It's episode number 469 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. There's no breaking news. it's not why I'm ringing the bell. I'm just waking everybody up. We got Moose DuPont here. He's done a wardrobe change. What are you, Beyonce? And I look great, I thought. I thought <laughs> yes, I looked pretty you're good. You're very humble as well. <laughs> you might want to move that microphone out of the way, but Brandon Crow, the voice of the Brandon Wheat Kings, has come to the bunker today bearing gifts from the Brandon Wheat Kings. And uh, that, that is like made to order right off the rack for you. That's awesome. It just fits like a glove. Yeah. So thank you, Scooter of the Wheat Kings, their trainer who. Crozy said he's now gone to their morning skate or to their practice, so he's not watching anymore. But for the viewers, this was my haul. This wonderful CCM uh, Wheat Kings jacket, of which I'll be getting a lot of wear out of. And then these Wheat Kings sweats with the old logo. The old school 90s, early 90s logo that I'll be cutting this off at the knees and making shorts out of them. So again, hearty thank you. How about that? Hearty thank you to the brand of Wheat Kings for that. And it's because they saw me wearing Winnipeg ice stuff yesterday. And what was the quote? That's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> the Wake King said, the Battle of Manitoba is alive here on the RP show. So we are rolling into uh, hour two as they say, hey, Greg Sturr. Speaking of gifts, he's the guy that gave me all those WHL pucks from the East Hub. Right. We're taking Netflix suggestions. And I hope Landon in Kamloops, BC, who's watching on Game Plus and texted the show, is writing this down. He says, noted. <laughs> Thanks, Rod. Get your pen out, because we forgot a few. Greg Stur says, the serpent. Top of the list right there. That's a one-season, nine-episode European show on, uh, on a guy that was like Charles Manson of Europe. Did you see it? No, I it want to. very good. I want to. The Jinx, is that on Netflix? Didn't see that. That was a really good one. Um, I'm not sure exactly where it is. I'm just looking, actually. Cindy's watching at home, work, work up, home office. Can you write these down? What'd you say? The Jinx? The I didn't jinx, watch that. That's really good. Ginny and Georgia. Ah. Ginny and Georgia. Yep. It's about a, a mother, an abused mother and her daughter on the run all over the U.S. South. Hell of a show. You guys will enjoy Kaminsky Method. Um, the crew we watched, of course, um, that our friend uh, Kim Coates made a guest appearance in. Um, Kim's Convenience is good. The CBC show is on there now. That's pretty funny. Okay. So there's a lot. There's a few. That'll, that'll keep you going. Oh, yeah. Because uh, <clears throat> it is a sports talk show after all. But with more sports getting canceled left and right, Netflix uh, gets to be more and more popular. And if you believe it, we didn't even mention Cobra Kai. 
Cobra Kai. Well, I would assume he's watched it. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> strike first, strike hard. No mercy. <sighs> Curling report. Rate what? <laughs> Nothing. I miss those days. Oh, I know. Well, actually, speaking of that, people were uh, dis- mentioning with the CFL season being pushed off till August 5th. A lot of people asked yesterday, will we do another CFL sim season? Because it was so popular last year. We played a video game with CFL teams and players, went all the way up to the Grey Cup, which had 20,000 viewers. And it was we kind of kicked this around after the show yesterday and said that was a hell of a lot of work. And not a lot of buy-in. We didn't get, well, the te- well, the league gave us their blessing. We didn't have buy-in from the teams. They didn't help promote the games. Not really. So unless that changed, I don't think the guys here want to put in all the work and give up one night a week all summer. No, and that's true. And we talk about business decisions all the time. We did this just for fun. I mean, we didn't, just because we were using the CFL and the teams and stuff, like there was no effort, like we didn't monetize it. We didn't try to make money. There was nothing. Why would we? It was only for fun, right? Which was great. And we had fun, but it's a lot of work. (sighs) Yeah, we did it. Uh, I'm writing these Netflix shows down because we are running out. <laughs> Superstore. Oh, I yeah. laugh my <laughs> cannolis off. Like, <laughs> like hearty laugh. That's pretty it's good. It's like a 22-minute sitcom based in St. Louis in a, uh, like a shopper's drug market. Yeah, working in Walmart or working in... <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. Superstore. Write it down, Landon. Curling report. For Verge Agriculture, Rachel Holman evened her record at the Grand Slam of Curling Players Championship with a 7-4 win over Anna Hasselberg on Wednesday. Holman, seeking to extend her record with a 12th Grand Slam title, rebounded after giving up three to her Swedish opponent in the first hand and put the game away with a steal of two in the eighth. Holman's Ottawa-based rink improved to 1-1, one one, while Hasselborg's foursome dropped to 1-1. One one. South Korea's Min Ji Kim and Scotty's champion Kerry Anerson are both 2-0 to lead Pool A, while Russia's Alina Kovaleva also improved to 2-0 to sit atop Pool B with a 7-4 win over Winnipeg's Jennifer Jones. JJ's 1-1. One one. Scotland's Bruce Mowat, seeking his second straight Grand Slam title, leads Pool A on the men's side. He is the only skip at 3-0. With a seven and two, a seven-two win over Swedish world champion Nicholas Eden, and a six-four victory over Brad Jacobs of Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Eden bounced back in the evening draw with a five-two win over 2021 Briar champion Brendan Botcher. He's 0-3. Brad Gushu of St. John's, Newfoundland, and Switzerland's Yannick Schwaller lead Pool B at two and zero. Round robin play continues today. I'm not seeing Team Dunstone in the wins. I was flipping through the channels last night, and I saw Maddie Dunstone. I didn't see them winning. I, they're not, so they got to start winning. That's it. That's it. Uh, the Curling Report is brought to you by Verge Agriculture. Helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Try Verge's Precision Farm Tech software for free today at vergeag.com. And while we're sitting here, Darren, on the sponsor reads, I was delving into Puck U yesterday. Puck University. Great. University. Yes. Yeah. So it's our one of our newest sponsors here. I might as well just read it now because we only welcome the greatest sponsors. You know that, right? That's right. And I wouldn't tell you I wouldn't tell you this if I didn't believe it. Where's the email here with today's read? Oh, here it is. 
People are writing into us regularly for betting advice. I'm not comfortable with that. I'll throw change down myself for on my bets. I don't like telling people what they should do. Because when they lose money, obviously I feel culpable. Puck you, universityofpucks.com takes care of all of that. If you enjoy playing the NHL fantasy contests on DraftKings and FanDuel, or possibly you want to learn how to play daily fantasy NHL, we encourage you to go sign up for the Peterson Playoff Special at universityofpucks.com. If you don't use any advice and information site for the NHL, you don't win. It's that simple. And that's true. At Pucks U, they teach you how to become a winner. It's the best deal in fantasy sports. Visit universityofpucks.com. I couldn't be more serious. These guys got to figure it out. They're not, they're not late, like me. They're not afraid to give you advice on what to bet. That's, That's right. their job. Don't come to me. Because what do we say? Do the opposite of what we tell you to do. When people started doing the opposite, that's when they started to win. Yeah, we really, <laughs> we were dialed in in the NFL season. We were good there. We were good there. Yeah. University of Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Arash Madani will be with us in block two. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to viewer takeover a little bit here. Hopefully I can sort through all of this. It's crazy. Richard Allender's watching, watching in Boston, Massachusetts. It's a, they're having a debate on the CFL-XFL merge. Okay, I'm settling this down here. Ryan Gregory on YouTube says, do you think it is more likely or less likely the CFL and XFL merge? You tune into this show for honesty. What did Rich Sutter say when he left the studio the other day? You should tell it even more the way that it is. Yeah. And we said, Rich, how could we? We're not holding anything back. We're not holding anything back. But he's like, your edge on the other networks is that those guys can't and gals can't say anything. They're so coached and restricted in what they can say. You can say whatever the hell you want, so say it. So here's mine. Will there be a merger? Absolutely. Will the CFL play this year? I'm leaning 60% that they won't. I talked to some league people yesterday that they're they're like 70-30 to the no that they won't even play. I've been writing about this for months to the point that I'm actually tiring of it. We've got the Stanley Cup playoffs on the horizon. We've got a really exciting ending to the Dub Hub. We've got the NFL draft tomorrow, or sorry, next week. We've incorporated the Jim Lang column. I'm not going to sit here every day and talk about position battles and power rankings of the CFL until I see him on the damn field in training camp. Because when I saw somebody tweet, Oh, one of our team executives said the media should be talking about this season. Quit talking about a merger. How about you go out and sell something? Stop worrying about what we do. That's the problem that you're all in. Go raise some money. As we said an hour ago, the CFL missed the boat. They should be playing in America, opening training camps right now. I think they missed the boat. So it's like, we'll check back with you August the 5th and see if you're on the field. Because quite frankly, I have my doubts that you're going to be. The problems with the CFL, and we, you know, Joey Elifieri of TSN Montreal really qual- uh, covered it really well last hour. It's incredibly complex, the problems with the CFL. And so many people, smart fans in this country, don't even understand what they are. And I don't want to sit and talk about it every day. I had a really good, who has become a really good friend, a Bomber fan write me yesterday and just say, Rod, if the NFL can play, why can't the CFL? And it's like, 
how much time you got, dude? That's where it becomes complex, but that's what the average Canadian sports fan is asking. How come I can't turn on the TV and watch the CFL? Because I'm watching everything else. We could sit and talk about it every day. I don't want to. That's what the world is. And as you adapt, it doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. It doesn't matter what communities your, your league is in. That doesn't matter. It matters, can I watch it? Because all of the other options are just as available as the one in your backyard. And that never used to be the case. And the fans don't care about what your problems are. They care about what's on my phone, what's on my TV, what do I have the choice to watch, and I want your product there. There are problems and there are reasons why they can't be, but the fans don't really care. Randolph Zora in Ontario watching, and I think he's saying this nicely. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, Randolph. He says, Rod, you also said within your first 50 shows that COVID would be over in a few months. Do we want to talk about experts being wrong in the pandemic? Do we want to go down that road and what the doctors have said? Two weeks to flatten the curve. Two weeks to flatten. You want to come up my ass about saying that COVID would be over? And by the way, it wasn't the first 50 shows. This is 469 today, brah. We began June 3rd, 2019. We were on the air almost a year before this hit. So don't come at me. And I'm, I've kind of had it up to here with what I'm like. I'm tired of everything. I'm going to sit and talk about what did I say earlier? Stanley Cup playoffs, Dub Hub. We're making friends with all these WHL teams. In my commentary today, I said how great it's been to be in the Dub Hub to rekindle old friendships and make new ones that are going to last forever because that's what sports does. And a lot of the Rudy Poo, Nancy boys that don't understand what sports is are trying to cancel it because they don't even get it. Should we listen to them? You want to sit and talk about what I said, that this thing would be over? What the hell do I know? I'm a sports talk host. I'm not even telling you. I don't tell people to watch the show. I don't understand why you would listen to me at all. And yet the numbers go higher and higher and higher and higher. Should I stop? No. I lost my pen. I know. I could tell. I think that's what's great about the show. From uh, Tacona Pauli, and I can't remember where that gentleman's watching from. Rod, will there be fans for NHL playoffs in Canada? No, of course not. Oh, and by the way, Randolph Zora, the Edmonton Oilers have applied to have fans in the stands in April. And the Alberta health people said it's possible. How's that working out for you? How many weeks ago was it that the premier of this fine province, whom I love, Scott Moe, he's my dude. How many weeks ago was it that he said, just hang tight, we're going to see the end. It's we're like, right at the end, yeah. I think, that, what was it? I think the lights had That trained. was a kiss of death. Yeah. From Landon Andre on Facebook, don't stop, man, keep doing you. It was like the other day, somebody asked, do you think a year from now we'll be out of it? Well, a year ago we thought a year from now we'd be out, a year from then we'd be out of it, right? Two weeks to flatten the curve, no big deal. Ta- Tank Abbott, watching in the Energy City, says I'm ready to pull my Riders season ticket money and dump some into more WHL games because at least they got some sort of product on the ice. Kaboom! There's a story on Connor Bedard in the New York Times today. The phenom. 
That that was mind blowing to me. Did you see that, or did you see that it was in it? I saw it was in it. I didn't read it or see it. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, BC. Another great Rods rant. I agree completely <laughs> with you on everything. William in Lloydminster, Canada's only border city, says Rod, you are the Oprah of talk shows. No, no, no. We're the View. You're the Whoopi Goldberg. I'm the Whoopi Goldberg. And I'm Joy Behar. You're the right? Joy Behar or the Elizabeth Hasselbeck if you want to be. It's a, that's up to you. She's a little uh, softer than Joy Behar. That's right. We are the view for sports fans. That's what we do. Arash Madanian next. This has been the second half kickoff. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result... Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE15 at earthechofoods.com slash minutemedia. Follow us on Twitter at May and at earthechofoods. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome back everybody. I got the Prey Mobile text line open and uh, the guy said that I was the Oprah of Sports Talk Radio and... Leonard writes in Prairie Mobile text line. He says, you're the Phil Donahue of talk show hosts. You old enough for that, Crozy? No, you're not. But I'll take that as a compliment. How about the Jerry Springer of sports talk? I would be down with that. Metal Shingle Guy says, I love the CFL talk. Say it like it is. As much as you want. I'd love more. That's from Metal Shingle Guy. I'll get to more of your messages, and thank you so much for the kind words on the Prairie Mobile text line. Another guy that tells it the way it is is Arash Madani, despite people not wanting to hear it. And uh, we're definitely going to be talking Blue Jays with our guy Arash. But uh, there he is. How you doing, man? Where are you joining us from today? Brother, I am in downtown Toronto. I'm actually hosting uh, Tim and Friends with McAuliffe later today. Uh, Norm Powell and Gary Trent Jr. are among our guests. We'll be talking a little hoops Coming up a little later tonight. Going to uh, re-examine the trade, are you? Uh, I don't know about that, but just kind of checking in with both of them, uh, so to speak. I don't know, Roddy, can you can you really re-examine a trade a month into it, five weeks into it? <laughs> well, especially when one's not even playing. But I will tell you, Gary Trent Jr. looks great in that 
leopard tuxedo with no shirt. Yes. You and I could get away with it. He looked in the Blue Jay uniform with his name on the back. That wasn't yeah. bad either. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to come around on all of these Toronto sports in a moment. But CFL-wise, you were kind of ahead of the curve with the reporting yesterday, what's going down. What's your take 24 hours later that we now have a targeted kickoff date of August 5th on the CFL? Yeah, I think it's a hopeful date. I think that's what August 5th is, that this is what the CFL, where they hope to be. Um, Roddy, I didn't see a schedule yesterday. Uh, I don't think anybody saw a schedule yesterday. I heard from people who, you know, from different teams, they're hopeful the second week of July is when they can start training camp. They're hopeful that by the end of June, they'll have players from the U.S. and their um, their globals um, in their city. But nothing's concrete, nothing's definitive, nothing's known. Matter of fact, mid-June is when we're really going to know if this is even going to happen or not for August the 5th as an opening day. And I've been in touch with people from different teams around the league. Rod, if you're going to get a season off the ground, what do you need? You need to have training camp. Uh, in order to have training camp, you got to book flights, you got to book hotels, you got to book fields, you got to book meals. Nobody's going through with that. Well, I shouldn't say nobody, but a lot of teams are, are hesitant to do that until at least June when they know where the lay of the land is. So I think all yesterday was, was hope, um, a message to the fans of we're not giving up, we're not throwing in the towel. Please buy some tickets because we've had next to no revenue for the last 18 months. And uh, we'll check back in with you in seven weeks to let you know where things stand. And we'll do the same. I got to say this. Have, when's the last time you got as much reaction as you did from your appearance on the XFL Mark cast? People are writing in about it like crazy. And your comment about there's nothing there in the XFL but moldy uniforms and some helmets. Richard Petty tweeted it, which is awesome. People are sending me that going, what does this mean? Why, why is Petty doing this? The founder, basically, of MLSE. Did you have, why are people raging about your interview in a good way on the XFL Markcast? I don't know. I don't know, Rod. I was just, I was just very honest. Um, I just, I just said, you know, and, and God bless those guys because um, they care about their twice failed league and they care about the figment of the imagination of what the XFL is right now. Um, but you know, that th they came to me that Taylor Heineke is what the, and PJ Walker is what the XFL is. So I'm like, man, how about Doug Flutie and Jeff Garcia and Cameron Wake and Warren Moon, like on and on we can go about what, what the Canadian football league has been. They're just, uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's a good question. Why people were, were so interested about it. Maybe it was because there was actual honesty and coming at it coming at them like I meant it. Yeah. Well, kudos for you, but that's uh, that's kind of the hallmark of your thing. So I, I enough on that. I, I appreciate your take on the CFL. So I'm still trying to figure out how you watch more than one game at a time. I'm checking in on Canada's team last night, the Golden Knights. That was my priority viewing. And then the Oilers and Habs and then the Blue Jays. And near any, and every time I dropped it in the Blue Jays, they were talking about George Springer. It was awesome. They're like, well, they might have him Thursday. Well, they're off today. Might have him Friday, maybe Sunday, at the very latest Tuesday. And it's what's he going to mean to this lineup when he's eventually in Arash? Well, one thing about the Springer White nobody seems to know is um, yesterday pregame, we had a chance to visit with Charlie Montoyo. And you asked the manager, okay, when is your $150 million player going to come? He said, well, George is day-to-day. -day. And he said, I don't want to speculate. 
like, okay. But then he said, if I were to guess, it could be Friday, it could be Sunday, but he's day to day and I just go. So that's, that's what you get. Um, that, that's why everything's up in the air. Um, Rod, you get one of the best players in baseball. You get the guy who's going to set the table for you at the top of the lineup. You get a former World Series MVP who's been there and done that. You get you get a player at the prime of their career. You're also going to get a player who's coming off an injury whose timing isn't down. He hasn't really swung a bat in a major league game, a real major league game, since the playoffs last October. And you're going to get, even though he's a vet, even though he's been there and done that and he's very accomplished, you're going to get a vet who's going to try and do too much. Roddy, how often have we seen in pro sports across the board when a free agent moves teams, goes to a new franchise with a big contract, right away wants to show that they made the right decision, I'm the man. Uh, we're going to get a little bit of that uh, from George Springer along the way. But you're going to get yourself a ball player. You're going to get yourself a face of the franchise eventually whenever he returns, Friday, Sunday, next week, whenever. Well, I'll tell you what, everything happens for a reason, and uh, he's just resting now. He's he's recouping, I guess, from the injury, the quad injury, and we'll see where they go from there. But what about the criticism last night from Kevin on Kevin Biggio at the hot corner, booting a couple of balls? I thought he responded very well. I mean, do people forget that Vladdy was moved from there because it wasn't working? How are you on the Jays' uh, infield play? Well, they've struggled. There's no question the opening month of the season. Uh, Bichette's kicking the ball around. Biggio's made the transition to a new position. He told me last year third base is where he feels most comfortable. And, you know, every day in spring training, he was there first thing in the morning at 8 o'clock to meet Louis Rivera to work on it. But it's a work in progress. Um, Roddy, like, th- these, these things are going to take time for a young team. And as I've told you um, repeatedly, the 20, to me, 2022 is when they become a contender. So they have to find out exactly what these guys can do and just be patient with them. Uh, if you, in, in any sport, if you have somebody change positions, if you ask a, an offensive lineman to become a pass rusher, uh, if you ask a point guard to become a small forward, if you ask basically somebody who plays all over the field to end up being an everyday third baseman, there are going to be some growing pains. Now, the Biggio situation i mean part of it was because it was a ground ball that could have ended the inning and then suddenly there was it could have led to a lot more damage but then he you know he validated himself and vindicated himself with another ground ball the third that he threw across the diamond to get blood there are going to be speed bumps and hiccups along the way there are going to be some issues for biggio this year and for bichette this year you hope they get him out of the way in April and May if you're a Blue Jay fan. Um, but this is a big evaluation year for both of them. You know, we've had these chats for years, and I was always so yes. rider-focused, of course. I was really relying on you for my Blue Jays info because I wasn't watching the games. And now right. I am. And, and the main thing here is these guys are hella fun to watch. They just split off the division leaders. They've beaten the Yankees twice in series, right? Like... You always Brody, say how hey, fun's that? What's my but point? You're always you're, you're always saying it's early, it's early, it's early. Yes, but I'm enjoying the ride. Isn't that what we're yeah. supposed to do? You know, it's funny with Guerrero. Um, the light went on for him last year, and he showed up to summer training camp after the COVID break, break layoff, whatever you want to call it. And he's lost like 45 pounds since then. But he made a commitment then that I'm going to turn things around, and. 
I mean, he was the number one prospect in AAA. He had, you know, he has this magical swing. But it took like three years of being a professional for him to understand what it takes to be a pro. It's not just standing up there every day and taking hacks in the cage and then, you know, going into a game. It's all your pregame preparation. It's the work you put in on your body. It's the, the film study that goes along with it. It's taking ground balls. It's being ready. And he's taken those steps and you're starting to see what he could and can be. And so that that's what's made this fun to watch is that Vlad's, again, it's only a month in. Roddy, I don't know about you, man, but from my seat, Vladdy looks like superstar in the making. No, and so does Bo. But I can't believe how th- it's all in his trunk that he's lost that weight. Like his belt size must have gone from 44 down to 36. But Bo, Bo looks great, too. I turned to Cindy last night. I said, Bo's flow. They got something going, man. Like Sammy Cosentino, the whitest teeth in show business, was on here last week. And he said these Jays remind him of the late 90s Blue Jays, which unfortunately didn't really go on to do anything. But does this group remind you of any other eras of prior Blue Jays incarnations? It's a good question. Nothing pops off the page to me just because so what makes this group interesting, Rod, is that they all came up together. Through the minor leagues, Biggio, Guerrero, Bichette, I mean the big three. You know, one thing that Bo told us the other day is that after an at bat, Vlad will come over to him and tell him what he saw from the pitcher and from Bo if he was getting ahead of his approach or anything like that at the plate. And I asked Bo, I said, you know, can anybody do that? And he said, John Schneider, who was their manager all the way up, my dad, Biggio, and Vlad, people who have been there from the beginning, can do that. Um, these guys actually care about one another. Danny Jansen came up with them. So the, this nucleus that, you know, they're all kind of, they're all freshmen, and now they're juniors. They're not quite seniors. Um, and the Blue Jays are hoping by the time they're redshirt fifth-year seniors, um, that they could be knocking on the door to something. Yeah, and I just feel like we all watched it. So we all feel part of it ourselves, too, as Canadians. Yeah. Right? We've been following the ride, which makes you, whatever it is, whether that's marketing or whatever, we have kind of feel like we've had a front row seat. And kudos to you that Sportsnet uh, has the games. Hey, NFL, one week from today is round one. Yeah? Yeah, just one last thing. Here's the other thing that makes this group interesting. Their last names. Yes. Kevin Bishop. Son of a Hall of Famer, Bo Bichette, Dante could rake. In this country, what Vladimir Guerrero represented with the Expos, who's a cult hero, uh, you know, no batting gloves, swinging balls in the dirt and still hitting them um, a thousand feet. So there's almost like this connection to the old Expos. There's a connection to the names that you are familiar with, and you're just excited to see what they can become. Yeah, that's a really good point. And my point, by the way, is will there be any play in your neck of the woods on the NFL draft, which uh, round one's one week from tonight? It's funny you say, you asked that, Rod. On Monday, just got confirmation today, I'm going to do a Chalk Talk X's and O's film session with Jordan Palmer. Jordan is a quarterback consultant who has worked with Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson and Kyle Allen and a bunch of different quarterbacks. For the last two months, two and a half months, Roddy, he has worked every day with the one and only Trevor Lawrence. 
Uh, nice. It was Jordan Palmer who um, went to Clemson and orchestrated uh, Lawrence's pro day. And we we're going to go into the film room with, with Palmer, who knows Lawrence's mechanics and his nuances inside and out. We're also going to talk about Zach Wilson. Um, but the player in this draft, Rod, that I am so pumped to see at the pro level, who to me is an absolute matchup nightmare, is Kyle Pitts, who is listed as a tight end uh, from the University of Florida. You could put him wide, slot, tight end, shoot, running back, whatever. I can't remember the more a more dynamic, explosive, skilled position player coming out of college in a long time, maybe in a generation. Um, and I think he's going to be dynamite at the pro level if he's used right uh, in an offense. I'd be interested to hear Mr. Palmer's comments on Trevor Lawrence's comments about not having a chip on his shoulder and he's not motivated every day by a, by a Super Bowl. That's just a kid being a kid. Wouldn't you say he's just being honest? You want, Roddy, speaking of honest, you know what I'm tired of? Chip on my shoulder. Like, come on. How tired is that? How often do we hear that? Why is there a chip on your shoulder? Like, like one guy that comes to mind is Marcus Stroman. I remember thinking to myself, Marcus, your life has not been that difficult. You grew up in a middle-class family. You went to a private university, Duke, on a full scholarship. You were a first-round pick. You got a seven-figure signing bonus. Where's the adversity been? Where's this chip <laughs> on your shoulder? Like, we just keep hearing about this all the time. Let's just cool it. Okay, a few coaches didn't think you could play. If that gave you motivation, great. But it seems like if somebody scowls at an athlete these days, that gives them a chip on their shoulder, and that's motivated them. How about be motivated to win? How about be motivated to look to trophy? How about be motivated to sign a big contract and get yourself paid? Yeah, he's Trevor Lawrence is motivated enough. It comes from within. That's why he's number one projected in the draft. Okay, great chat, my man. Thanks. BU, we'll be watching later today for Tim and Friends. Appreciate you, Roddy. Same to you. Sportsnet's Arash Madani on Tim and Friends later on today. When we come back, check on the poll results, sports update, viewer takeover, overtime. lot to get to in the next 24 minutes. Moose will rejoin us, too. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Here we go. Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. Moose DuPont has rejoined us. How are you, Moose? Amazing. In his uh, Wheat Kings golf shirt. He was digging in the tickle trunk for Scooter, the Wheat Kings GM, because he's adorned us with a virtual merchandise store. Christmas here, if we can get him something. Oh, yeah. You'll find it after, eh? Of course. So, uh, thanks to the branded Wheat Kings. Who was it earlier that said, I'm the Oprah? Somebody wrote in. Yeah. I don't remember. Said Rod's the Oprah of uh, sports talk. And that's no, no. I'm the Whoopi Goldberg of sports talk because this is the view for sports fans. Ryan McCarthy's watching in Saratoga, New York. And he says, if the RP show is like Jerry Springer, Frenzy needs to throw a chair of dupes tomorrow while we all chant, Roddy, Roddy, Roddy. <laughs> Did you watch Springer? I, I thought I was Jerry, the Steve Wilkos Jerry, here. Jerry, Jerry. Right? 
The Steve Wolko show never really caught fire. No, but the muscle on the show to keep everything separate. I thought that's what I do here. That's uh, Ryan's job. Ah, yes. I'll take the obligatory chair to the face. We were taking... I got I to gotta ask for your help here. The viewer takeover questions are coming in early. A gentleman, Landon in Kamloops, asked me for Netflix suggestions. I, hey, there we go. Thank you, Producer Clark. Who's kidding who? He's the beef around here. Yeah, that's right. He is the Steve Wilkos. Yeah. I got to shave my head. He's the beefcake. <laughs> the serpent? What? I'm going to spit my coffee out everywhere. <laughs> We've had a few of those. Yeah. Clark Griswold. Oh, man. I could just... when, when You, you don't talking, mow another man's lawn. Well, the context of that, right? You're talking about Newton and... Uh, Oh, man. Wayne the only Newton. person who doesn't like Wayne Newton is Clark Griswold. I'm thinking of Ellen in the front row. He's singing to her. And I was thinking of this, you know. My like, story. Oh, yeah. My wife's okay with that. I almost got in a brawl at the Greek Isles in Las Vegas one night at a Rat Pack <laughs> tribute show. <laughs> Brandon, you seem shocked, Crozy, that it was the old me. The Nothing. old me. That guy's gone now. He's dead and gone. Anyways, Netflix suggestions. The Serpent, write these down. The Serpent, yep. Ginny in Georgia, The Baker and the Beast, Superstore, and we've had a few new ones added. Archer, The Jinx, City on a Hill. Okay. Somebody wrote in. Was that not one of you guys? Yeah. Yeah, City on a Hill. Uh, so, we're, we're, oh, and Dean Barton watching... He says the Cecil Hotel. I started that one. Couldn't, uh, couldn't, didn't stick with me, but some people might like it. Let's do a sports update while we're here. Okay, for G2G protein bars. The Vancouver Canucks look to win their third in a row since coming back from a COVID-19 outbreak. Vancouver hosts the Ottawa Senators after winning two in a row against the first-place Maple Leafs. The Canucks are 10 points back of the Montreal Canadiens for the fourth and final playoff spot in the North Division, but have five games in hand. Brooke Henderson hopes to make up ground today at the LA Open. The Canadian golf star is five shots back of leader Jessica Corda after one round of the LPGA Tour event. Corda shot seven under yesterday. Hamilton's Elena Sharp is one over, and Calgary's Jacqueline Lee is eight over. The Canadian Elite Basketball League announced Wednesday that out of respect for the gravity of the coronavirus situation in many parts of Canada, and in order to play a greater role in lifting up the communities in which its teams play, the league will push back the start of its 14-game regular season from June 5th to now June 24th. And a heavyweight battle in the NBA's Eastern Conference tonight. The first-place Philadelphia 76ers are in Milwaukee, facing the third-place Bucks. Fear the deer. Both teams have lost two in a row. The sports update for Deb, dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. You know, I felt for a minute, you know, we had a rash on there last segment. You watched it. Yep. Now, he's a big time major network television 
guy. So I wasn't going to ask him about the CEBL postponing because I don't know if he follows it or not. And he's on Blue Jays broadcast, right? He's the host with Hazel May. But I'm sitting there going with the CEBL, CFL to a degree because their tickets aren't cheap, but they're not expensive. Are we as Canadian sports fans going to just sit back on our duff and watch the Raptors and the Blue Jays and the Maple Leafs forever? Because you know that's what MLSC wants in the networks. That's all they cover and that's all they talk about. Or are we going to get off our butts and go support the Canadian Hockey League teams and the CEBL teams and the Western Canadian Baseball League teams? Like, come on. It's a gargantuan recovery effort for minor league sports, if I may, in Canada. It's not a rash's fault, man. It's his job to talk about what he talks about. But we're still going to go to those sports, right? Oh, yeah. Who's talking about them? That's right. Who's talking about them? And that comes, it comes right back down to the square root of the issue. It, it, it becomes the players, the teams, the leagues. It's their job to build it. It's their job to build it. Not the network's job to build it. I think we it's need the, to do it together. I think it's, we do have to do it together. But it's their job. And those leagues are doing it the right way by building relationships with the media. Like us. They're building great relationships with us, and we build together. And the more they're telling us how great their league is, it makes and bringing us out, it makes us want to cover their league. And the yeah. more that happens, the more people will go to the games. And the more the people go to the games, the more the major media will talk about it because it's what the fans want to talk about, right? Yes. If the stadiums are packed, the networks will cover it. If the stadiums are empty, the networks won't. Well, I want to... Um well, say this again. My brother, who watches every day the Cowboys, like he's, he goes, it's too bad there isn't a Western Canadian TSN. And I'm like, that's us. We're talking about the things that people care about. And hence the Wheat Kings dropping off gear and every other team dropping off gear because nobody's talking about them, save for their local CKLQ and your local newspaper. But Right? Nationally, the, the coverage has fallen way up. The major market newspapers don't spend as much time as they use. When I say major market, I mean Saskatoon, Regina, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg don't spend as much time, and they all have teams in their backyards. You know, and it, but you look at the Saskatchewan Rush in, in our backyard as a great case study. They announced they were coming. It was big news that a pro team was coming, and we all kind of expected, to be honest, that it would kind of leapfrog the Western Hockey League in the market a little bit, and it would get about you know, seven, 8,000 fans a game. That's what we were hoping for, which would double the attendance of the Blades, and it would become the biggest thing in that city. And the media kind of gave it appropriate coverage, and then all of a sudden 15,000 people showed up, <laughs> and season tickets went crazy. Sold out every game. And then it was leading newspaper headlines. It was leading the, the television coverage. It was all over the radio, and then it just snowballs, yes, right? but, but, but. The Urbans who own the Rush... They're marketing geniuses. I think they took a little bit of the NLL handbook and a little bit of what they knew themselves because I was up there for Rough Rider training camp at the time going, you can't turn around in this town without having that Rush logo smushed right in your face. Which is incredibly expensive, yeah. which is a big risk. I mean, if you have money to burn, great. But you have to put that out there and, know, and, and understand we're going to spend this money. We're not going to make it back in year one. But we're going to get a ton of excitement, and in year two, it's really going to pay off. In year three, it's really going to pay off, and we're going to grow. They're telling us we have to break. So Donald, Ryan, Robin, Nelson, hang on. We'll get to all your comments next in overtime because they're great. 
Go smash a chair, Moose. I'm on it. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, Canada's daytime sports talk show. On YouTube and Facebook Live and uh, 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Making notes here of all your Netflix suggestions because uh, you can only golf so much. Well, and uh, your evenings are going to all of a sudden be free soon. I know. All the hockey guys are saying, and girls, I'm really going to miss this dub stuff. I bet I you are too, Crozy. What are we going to do with ourselves when this is up in 10 days? That's right. Kevin Olenek watching on YouTube says, uh, Duty. Is there a show called Duty? As in Call of Duty? I wrote it, I wrote it down. I don't think it's Jason in, in Red Deer says, just started watching Shot in the Dark. Uh, yeah? Jordan's a big fan. Okay. I'm going to try it. You know what, right, Jordan? This is like what he did at the Walmart when it was on fire, right? Caught the, caught the footage, shot oh, in the really? dark, freelance, that kind of underground world. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Mike Horrigan writes in. He says, another fun show, RP. Digging it in the six. Thank you for watching. Jennifer Illingworth says, and before I forget, they have the Pats cards at the Pats store. They only sold out online. Got my two packs yesterday as well. Ordered my Brooks and Steel jerseys. There you go. She's dropping the change on Pat's gear. Story in the New York Times today on Connor Bedard. Uh, Ryan Wildy. That's Lynch. Don't worry. It's Lynch. <laughs> Don't worry. We're only on the air over here. Nothing important. Just made Crow's Day. <laughs> Frenzy's here for our next show taping. Uh, Robin Wildy. Good to see you, Frenzy. The two Johns. Let's tell the story about when you two went to Mexico together. You Remember that? Lynch got kicked off the nude beach for taking pictures. How about that? <laughs> How about that? True story. <laughs> With the, one of those Kodak disposables, right? You still got those photos? You still got them? Then he waits. Then he waits six weeks, gets it back from the photo lab, and realizes he missed the photos, the shot, and the picture turned out bad. How do you know? I don't, but I'm um, guessing. Robin in Prince Albert says, "Any chance of getting a Raider guest on before the Dub Hub is out?" That's a tough one. I got to be honest. There's teams in the Dub Hub that are working their tails off to help us out. They may or may not have. 204 in their area code. So I guess if the Raiders wanted to send somebody over, that's their deal. But it's the Wheat Kings and the Ice and the Pats are, uh, I can't say much about your blades. <laughs> too busy, too busy winning. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Check the standings. Uh, I'm wearing the Wheat Kings gear, okay? Yeah, because the blades don't give you anything. Uh, I'm writing more shows down. <laughs> the Raging Dolphins Maniac in Syracuse says, I just discovered The Good Place on Netflix. Great show. 
I've heard it's good. I got one, two, three, four, I I got six shows it. here. We're good for a while. Tim Hill writes in on Facebook, says, great podcast. Is that what we are? Sure. I'll never forget Jason Claremont sat in that chair. A little bit of it. Should be in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. BC Lions, great. He t- looked at me in a break. He goes, is this a podcast? I'm like, I don't know. It's a show. Yeah. Line of Duty is the name of this show. Mm. Uh, William May in Lloyd Minster says, it's on my bucket list to go see the Rush and the Rattlers. Whatever your local NLL or CEBL team is, go support them. The tickets are cheap as borscht. And the gear is nice. Very nice stuff. I think the Saskatchewan Rattlers have probably the nicest gear in the province. I love that. What would you call it? Forest green and Mm -hmm. tan or sand. Sand and forest green. Yeah. It's so nice. Um. From Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, I brought it up last week or a few weeks back. TSN and Sportsnet used to give these leagues the time of day, but now unless something impressive or shocking happens and ends up a highlight of the night, our Ram 1v1, they don't even get an ounce of breath. I think it's almost time that people need to stop banging on TSN and Sportsnet because what do they push? The Raptors, the Blue Jays, the Leafs, the curling well, not CFL. I don't understand why they don't as much there. But it's their own properties. I get it. And you would say, maybe we'll turn this over to you. It's not TSN and Sportsnet's job to market those other leagues. TSN, TSN and Sportsnet are now in the business of capitalizing on all the growth that they did. They did the, the Canadian Hockey League. They did the yep. NLL back in the day as they were growing their brand. And now... They've got all the heavyweight brands under their umbrella. So now it's literally about transaction, transaction, transaction. Like only giving you what is at the very top tier and what's making the most money. They've cut everything else off the menu. They're only giving you the steak. Yeah. Right? Whereas the small restaurants want to show you all these new independent different items and try and build themselves up as, as reputable. TSN's just cashing in now and hanging on to the end. Yeah. And I just, you can't blame them. No. You know? Troy in Toronto from Sober Athletic, where it says this is a highly professionally produced and broadcast show, not a podcast. You have my attention from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. How about that? Yeah. And that's a credit to IKS Media and all the people that work behind the scenes here. And Jeff in Winnipeg says, I've stopped waiting for the word from the CFL, go all other sports. Well, the word is August 5th. Aras said it earlier. I'll say, we'll check back with you in August because we're talking about these other things. Cool? That's right. Uh, 15 seconds. They t- Nelson says, they literally gave you word yesterday. Yeah, that, they, we got the word yesterday, August 5th. That's right. Uh, tonight in the Dub Hub, Saskatoon, PA, Swift Current Pats will have the call tomorrow. AJ Jakubek and Barry Davis on the Blue Jays. See you then. We don't know what we're doing. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.